Welcome to Raising Christian Kids. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate that children build a strong, foundational relationship with Jesus before the age of 10. Children need head and heart knowledge in order to stand strong against the world's ever-increasing rejection of Christianity. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help to solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and help the next generation to love Jesus with all their heart, soul, and mind. Hello and welcome to Raising Christian Kids. Each child is unique and learns differently. Methods that work for one child may not work for another. And children have varying cognitive abilities. Some children grasp concepts fast and others more slowly. I know I had one of each. The environment also in which they live factors in how they learn and how they retain what they learn. Some children are active learners, others are passive learners, or some are a combination of both. And some children thrive in noisy environments while others prefer a quiet atmosphere. Dr. Cynthia Tobias in her book, Every Child Can Succeed, Making the Most of Your Child's Learning Style, states that every child has a different learning style and the way they perceive and retain information. Her book can help you understand your child's best learning style. If your child prefers to learn after lunch, maybe they need to have a full belly before they can concentrate. Or perhaps your child's learning style is more one-on-one, so they look into your eyes and they can understand and they're totally focused on what you're saying and what you're teaching. Or other children love to be in a group environment. After all, sometimes they learn from the other kids and what they say in the group. Once you understand what is the best environment, that's the environment you should provide for your child. Because this way, the learning process won't be so frustrating for you or for your child. I remember trying to teach my daughter a concept with the television on in the other room. She could not concentrate because she could hear her brother watching the Power Rangers. They were big in my house when my children were younger. She could hear him doing his karate kicks and his jumps, and she just wanted to be in there with her brother having fun. And no matter what we did, no matter what I did to help her stay focused, she just couldn't. Also, if your child is struggling to comprehend or retain information, you may need to rule out if there's any type of learning disability such as ADHD or dyslexia. I remember when my friend Jeannie was raising her son who has autism. As soon as she found out he had a problem, she got the professional help she needed right away. She was smart enough to start early in getting him the help that he needed. He is now a very self-sufficient 18-year-old attending High Point College, and he's an outstanding golfer on the PGA Junior Tour, and he has a 3.75 GPA, and it was due to her many prayers and her due diligence to make sure her son had the best professionals. Okay, so once you know what works best for your child, what is the best environment, then you can start building the foundation, the foundation in Christ. It's so important to start early and be consistent in your teaching. When you minister to your pre-birth to preschool age child, I call that preparing the soil, which is the first step in building a solid foundation that will support their spiritual life. Listen, if the soil's not prepared, the foundation may become weak. And the world will dismantle or destroy what you've constructed. 
So let's start at the very beginning. After all, it's a very good place to start, as the song says. And you know, some people say it's not how you start, it's how you finish. But I believe starting strong will help you to finish stronger. And it's never too late to start something good. In fact, waiting too long can actually cause dire consequences. This is an interesting fact. Did you know that dolphins talk to their babies while they're still in the womb? Dolphins teach their babies a signature whistle before and after birth. Dolphins naturally know this. Our God created them to be so smart. MRI scans have shown that the brains of dolphins are second to humans in intelligence. And in addition, did you know that your baby can hear sounds 18 weeks after conception? They can hear your loving, caring voice. And these scientists also found out that unborn babies can recognize the difference between two languages. Apparently, when they would play one certain language, the fetus had no response. And then they would play a language that they've been used to hearing, and the fetus would respond when they heard that language. Dr. Yutako Minel, Associate Professor of Linguistics at the University of Kansas, and his team published a report in the journal Neural Report finding that fetuses respond differently to the rhythm of language. Their tiny heart rates changed when they heard an unfamiliar language. The results indicated that they recognized a rhythmical difference between two languages. That's so amazing. This recalls the information in Luke 1, 41-44. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you, young woman, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Babies can hear. They can hear. In that womb, you have a captive audience. Also, they found out that three-month-old infants cry in the accent of their parents. They were heavily influenced by the language they heard while still in the mother's womb. And not only can they hear in the womb, but they can also see. Findings from scientists at Lancaster University indicated that a fetus will turn its head towards shapes that resemble faces. However, they will ignore other objects. It's apparent that through these findings, that the parents should begin engaging in a one-way dialogue before their baby enters the world. After all, like I said, you have a captive audience. They're not going to go anywhere. Based on these studies, it would also be wise to use this time to sing songs about Jesus and pray to him out loud. I remember singing songs like, I've got the joy, 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 and Jesus loves the little children, or this little light of mine. Also, volunteer to Christian daycare or preschool before and after birth to expose your child to the sounds of children playing and singing to the Lord. It will be a familiar sound to them when they attend, and it will help them to easily adjust on their first day. There will be no tears. You're going to expose them to the auditory evidence of faith through spiritual songs and hymns and biblical stories. Again, recite breath prayers. Remember, those are breath prayers, something you can say within one exhale. And recite those before and after birth. Let your child hear you say often, I love you, Jesus, or Jesus, you are wonderful, or Jesus, you take care of me. Remember, you are preparing the soil in which to plant seeds later. Horace Bushnell, a well-respected theologian in the 1800s, wrote, 
I suspect, and I think it can also be shown by sufficient evidence, that more is done to affect or fix the moral and religious character of children before the age of language than after. So, this week, make sure you are also consistent in modeling a positive attitude and a loving relationship with Jesus. You exhibit who Jesus is, always loving, faithful, and present. This week with your children, sing songs about Jesus. Say those breath prayers. Use words and phrases from biblical passages. And playtime should be with Christian-themed toys and puzzles that help children learn about Jesus. The toys that are best are those that afford an opportunity for the parent and the child to interact together. This interaction allows creative thought to flow organically, and it results in imaginative and interpersonal play while connecting the heart and mind in the learning process. Set an alarm to go off at least three times a day to remind you to speak about Jesus or sing songs about Jesus to the baby in your belly or to your little children. For toddlers, preschool, or elementary age, write down the times you find your child is more engaged in the learning process. Write down the style of learning they prefer. Is it a quiet place? Is it after breakfast? Is it before dinner? This is a good place to start. Learn about your child's pattern of learning so you can become an effective teacher and pray, pray, pray for wisdom and guidance. Thank you for listening to Raising Christian Kids. May God continue to bless and guide you as you raise the next generation of Christian influencers and warriors for Christ. For more information, please visit RaisingChristianKids.com.